Welcome in. I think. There it is. Now I'm a little better. It's Abilis Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the MBR radio network. I think we're going live. Yeah. We're going live. Took me a minute. Took me a minute to get there. Yeah, Facebook. I think we're even on. That's what I was saying when we were on Facebook. It was. Uh, <clears throat> touch it was, and go. It was. It was, <laughs> it was touch and go. Yes, I would. I would say that. I would. I would say that. Here we are, though. It's Beelis Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the MBR Radio Network. There we go. That's a little better. Trying to fix the audio for this. I don't know if you know this or not, Travis Barrett uh, from CentralMaine.com, but when you take a few weeks off and you come back, it seems as though things have always changed, even though, honestly, they're things that nobody ever should have really touched. I noticed right off the bat when you were fumbling around with controls over there, something was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, they moved the controls on them, no question. They're, they're All his, the buttons are in the wrong places. Some, some things are in some spots, and then, of course, you forget. You're like, oh, am I supposed to do that and or this and or whatever? So, yeah, that, that becomes... a. Uh, that becomes with that. See, even your microphone, like you're in here every day, Coach Wang. And that I know, and I'm still adjusting seems, it. It seems like it's completely off most of the time, yeah. you know? So I totally get where you're coming from. A couple of rookies, I know, I know. We need to, we, honestly, we need to It's amazing to we get on the air every day, isn't Honestly, it? I don't know. Well, I mean, every day is probably pretty loose. It's an adventure. But, you know, <laughs> usually, usually, anyways, usually. So you, uh, you all recovered from the tournament, my friend? I mean, we watched a lot of high-quality basketball, my friend. I'm trying to block it out. Why you got to go back there? Why you got to go back to the dark place? You know? oh, oh, do you have the All-Star Games? Can you explain something to me? I can try. Why are the SMAA and the KVAC All-Star Games taking place? Why are these two All-Star, uh, All-Star Games taking place on the same night at the same time in two different locations? We don't have enough time after the season to coordinate these, so if people want to go to all of them, they can. Really? I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, boy, I guess I can't give you an answer on that one. I, I'm not. I, you know what? I uh, I don't think I've ever paid attention to conference all star games. I just in any sport, there's too many different agendas. Some coaches play it straight, some don't. Um, you know, for our own record keeping, it doesn't even count as you can your team record. They're essentially exhibition games. So I don't know. I don't. I don't have an answer for you on that one. I wish I could be more controversial but i just don't care well no and i'm not i'm not trying to get you to be controversial or anything no, at all I like i'm i, I don't have really an opinion on it i just can do that on his own I think that's, that's the problem I, well and this is in again this is one of those things too sometimes i'm just going to run it by you you know what i mean i'm going to run it by you because sometimes you are my moral conscious uh, uh, wow. uh travis because honestly you'll scary you know like the other night for example when uh when you you uh you uh, kind of zing Michael Hoffer there on Twitter. You know oh, what I mean. Not a lot of other people would have the would have the uh, the uh, uh, the the tritzpah to do that. So that's why I, I mentioned that. That was that was uh, that would caught my that piqued my interest. I got a kick out of that. That was fun. I think it's um, I think it's more difficult to write briefly than it is to write sixteen thousand words. But this is a problem. I did, I don't I can't I can't deal with it. Right. Like, I was taught journalism a certain way, and uh, I think when you have a double overtime late in the tournament, I don't know if it was an instant classic kind of game, but I assume double overtime probably was a really good game. And I'm reading, and in the third paragraph, I get the score at the end of the first quarter. It's, uh, you lost me. Like, it doesn't matter. That's like, uh, 
back in my, you know, uh, racetrack, you know, and race team PR days, like, you don't start off with three paragraphs about how great the weather was when the fans walked through the grandstand. Let's get to what matters, you know? You played two overtimes for a chance to, I think, if I remember correctly, to go to the regional final, or was it the regional final? I think it was uh, the regional final. All right. Oh, even better. No, it was the you final. Know, it was the state final, the actually. Pardon me. the first quarter? Come on. Come on. Clean it up. <laughs> nobody, nobody but mom cares that the eighth player off the bench got in and missed two foul shots in the second quarter. It's irrelevant. Well, let me ask you a question, though, okay? Yeah. So, so I can play devil's yeah. advocate on that. When you're, because I know there's, there's now there's two different versions of these things, right? You've got the, you've got the, the online quick version because we have to be first before everybody else. We got to try yeah. to get something into print. And yeah. then you have the secondary version, which when yeah. you're coming from an environment where you're doing things weekly and uh, for print and online for as soon as you get them up. Is yeah. that why that is? Is that where that gets the the translation becomes different? And that way, you do get the winning adulation of mom and dad because a lot of times in those yeah. communities, I feel mom and dads in those communities own the businesses that buy the ads in a lot of those papers. Sometimes, sure they, sure they do, but there's still news. You know, you still have to you still have to have news value. I, I can't just go. I mean, you, you write about you cover what people care about, right? You let the let the community move the news needle. But you also have to have news judgment. And and I've been a weekly reporter. I mean, that's how we all started out, or most of us. And, look, I I, I like I like Mike a lot. I do. I just, I don't know as well as other people do, but I, I don't have any issues with him personally. I just think, some. I know for me, when I was at a weekly paper, sometimes you just write a lot because you've got to fill space and there's no one else there to do it. And, uh, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I, I just think there's a, I think there's a fine line between telling a story and writing way too much just for yourself. So, Travis Barrett. You know, I do listen. I do it all the time. Like if I go cover, you know, my editors. I we talked about this. It's like if you go cover a one-off UMaine hockey game, you feel like, oh my god, I got there's all this information. I have to cram into this story because we haven't told this story yet. You know, but at the same time, you got to know your audience a little bit. Like they kind of know and. And I think the high school basketball tournament is a great example of it, where anyone who cares that much to read a 10,000-word game story was there. They don't, they don't need you to recap every single play in it. They don't. It's, um, to me, it's about me. It's always been about what do the people involved say about it at the end? What do the coaches say? What do the players say? What do, what do the people involved in the key moments say? Nobody really cares what, you know, if I cover Waterville Winslow hockey the other night, like you know, I'm not writing, uh, I'm not writing 2,500 words on the first period and how it ended two to one, and the third line had a really good shift. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. How'd they win the game? That's what matters. All right. So my next question for you is, how do you want to, uh, how do you want to address uh, some of the? Uh, a lot of people had some <clears throat> complaints or concerns, I guess. Concerns. We don't want to use the word complaints. I feel like complaint is a negative word, right? right? Is, that, yeah. is that correct? Concerns is, is much more positive. I like that. So concerns about the level of play and the competitiveness oh, in many of these God. games. I know um, Here we go. Randy Whitehouse and myself uh, were talking the other night, and I know Randy wrote, wrote a little bit of a column about it, where he did celebrate a lot of the cool things that happened, which was great. And he did he focused on the positives. I really like that column because um, he pointed out really good positives. But Oaks yeah. had one that was that was a little bit different, and uh, and then I had other people on the NBR forums, which you know those can be varying levels of things. 
Um, some were coherent, some were cogent, some were just things. Less than. Right, yeah. So, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> welcome to welcome to the internet, everyone. It's, you know, yeah. it's like Mad Max and Thunderdome. But yeah. um, what, one out of 44 games at the Augusta Civic Center, I saw one overtime game, you know, and this is supposed to be the best schools taking on the best schools. Yeah. And I think there was probably only a handful of, of single-digit games down in Portland. Uh, what, we, what, what is going on? And can we fix this so that we can make these games fun to watch again? Is that possible? Um, boy, oh, boy. You're asking the wrong guy if you can make basketball fun to watch for a week. Um, okay, I'm taking the sport aside, right? I'm taking the sport aside. Like, I, I can enjoy the World Cup even though I'm not a soccer fan. Yeah. No, okay, so because there's a story to it, right? The tournament, to me, it's the same thing with college basketball. Yeah. I don't give a rat's ass about Northwestern State, okay? Yeah. Unless I have them at minus two and a half, the smart money is pushing them to pl- yeah. minus one. Yeah. But I don't care about that, but I do care about the story when it happens, right? I'm glad you asked me about the competitiveness of the game because I'm tired of the... Because the one thing that I think is such an easy shot to take is Oh my God! They only scored 38 points in a state championship game. Like, I'm so tired of that argument because let me to play devil's advocate on that. I, I know you didn't even ask me about it. So here I go. Um, like, can we at least concede that teams are playing much better defense than they were 20 years ago? I know everybody likes talking about well back when I played, we scored 80 points tonight. And I'm like, yeah, well, back when you played, the other coaches didn't spend every waking minute every waking minute looking at defensive philosophies. It was pretty much man to man and cover your guys. Um, but I think to make games competitive, that's a tough one. Like, the uh, Winthrop Halldale regional final, of the final, um, in Class C South, um, Winthrop came out and blew them out, and nobody saw that coming. Now, that game was still interesting, even though it wasn't close. Those are two good teams, and Winthrop did some stuff that Halldale hadn't seen. So that was kind of fascinating to watch unfold. And then Halldale didn't really have an answer. Uh, but there are a lot of uncompetitive games, and I think, unfortunately, it's high school sports, man. I mean, that's what you run into. You run it. We talked about it all the time about, you know, kids get in that stage and it changes. Like the Skowhegan girls, just holy cow, who saw them laying an egg? You know, they they were in a game that was close and ugly because I feel like what happened with them against Hampton Academy was not that it was. I think a team punched them back a little bit, and they had not been in those games late. And so all those shots they were comfortable taking all year long, suddenly you could see them overthinking things a little bit, like, if I miss, it's going to cost us, and I'm going to pass the ball. And that wasn't the way they played all year, right? So I think, boy, I don't know if there's an answer to your question about how to make the games more competitive. I think, you know, we should have 17 classes of uh, four teams each to make sure that we handpick the teams that are most evenly matched. And everybody would be happy. How's that? Will that work? I like that. <laughs> All right. That works for me. I don't know. I just, I'm, I mean, I think there's bigger issues. Like, I, I thought about the fa- I thought about all week, like, um, if I had one more shot clock argument, you know, the rest of my hair is going to fall out, which is pretty funny. don't have any. Um, I thought, you know, when I looked at the, my, my wife took the kids over to one of the games, and she asked how much it was to get in. It was the first time I'd looked all week, and I was like, holy crap, the amount of money they get from people to go watch two games. There's got to be a better way to do that. I mean, it shouldn't cost you basically 20 bucks to take a family to watch two high school basketball games. That, that to me, is ridiculous. Did you buy the fingers uh, and fries, though? Nope. 
No, no. no. I had the uh, BLT wrap, wheat wrap, that was actually a healthy choice, and it was in uh, relatively good shape every time I got it. So. That's good. That's good solid yeah. stuff. See, I went That's to... I, uh, on Saturday, I came down because I was, I was tied up all week because, you know, as you know, there are no benefits in this business, so I had to go find heard, some myself. Yeah, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, but <laughs> anyways, I did not have to go drive for Amazon, however. That was helpful. Um, I read that article, by the way. That was fantastic. Great story. That was a great story, and it, it made it made it like it hit so close to home. You know what I mean? It was like... Oh, yeah. For me, it hit way too close to home. Um, it, it know, was, I, I, I was like I Nancy Kerrigan on the ground screaming why, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, anyway, you had a point there, I think. The wait, thing. wait. We went Saturday. So uh, we, went, uh, we, uh, we pre-ordered from the steakhouse across the place, and then we went yeah. and picked it up. Yeah, Best call. And you really, Travis turned down the role. Like, yeah. I don't know, yeah. you, and I'll, I'll give them a pub, even though they don't sponsor yet. Hopefully they do. Um, they should. They should sponsor it just in memory of Haley. We should do a Haley thing. We should do like sure. a Haley like broadcaster scholarship or something like that each year. We should get them to do it. Christ sakes, his name's on the chair over there. Yeah. Right? No, my name's on the chair. Your name's on the chair. Well, he's, just, he's got his picture. Wow. And, he's got uh, his picture up there too, his, right? His mug up there. Perfect. Uh, with his okay. name on it. Good. Yeah. Well, we'll do the same thing for you in like 30 years when you're done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How's that? That, that yeah. way we'll renew it. Could be okay. any time now. What are Good. you talking about? <laughs> so 30 years because <laughs> I can't afford to lose you right now. Okay. Anyways, um, so we do that. We'll be, we'll be good. I like that. So anyways, the, he, he turns down the bread. Now, Dave Dyer was there, which is amazing because Dave Dyer is apparently training to become Hulk Hogan now. So yeah, clearly, right? What, what is this? I, I cannot wait to get more. I may have to get him on the air to discuss this, you know, especially if I only have 20-something days left. You know what I mean? No, clear an hour and a half because Dave likes to talk. Uh, <laughs> Should, should I just, you know what? Should I just invite him down to get him out of the house? Because I feel uh-huh. like I should just invite him down to get him out of the house. It's just like he comes up with for why he can't make it. Oh. <laughs> Is this like Bill Walton revisited? You just ask one questions and he fills in the rest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And sometimes he'll answer questions you didn't ask, but oh. I do that too, so I can't really. But you know what? I can only crack on Dave now via phone because I'm not, I'm not cracking on him face to face anymore. No, I mean he will he will macho man your ass right off the top Ooh. row, right? Yeah, I don't need that. Mega Power just exploded. I, <laughs> I see the jealousy in your ass. Yeah, I know, I know. Did you see yeah. King Kong Bundy died? By the way, yeah, it did. It's kind of depressing, actually. That really, is, and you know what's amazing? There's this thing that's going on down in New Jersey in April. It's called WrestleCon. Okay, and they're going to have yeah. a bunch of these '80s wrestlers there, so really? you can show up like Comic Con, right? I mean, what? So I was thinking about going. I think it's on April vacation. I was thinking about going, right? Well, okay. This was announced. Take it, kids. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they would love it. You have what? no idea. Oh, I, 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 was, was, I was serious. Can't, my, my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter will go through videos from the Attitude Era in the late 90s and early 90s to learn all she can about Stone Cold Steve Austin and Generation X and The Undertaker. It's crazy. All on her own, completely. You posted a picture of her on yeah, Twitter. It's nuts. If I gave her her own podcast, seriously, she'd be all over it. Her and her her sister do fake wrestling where they pretend to fake slap each other. It's hilarious. Hilarious. You're raising those kids right. I feel like I am. I feel like minus the whole bringing them to Yankee Stadium thing in some people's eyes, but that's okay. So we're doing that. They can't be perfect. I think I'm crazy for watching wrestling, and my daughter's the one that watches it. I know. I can't. Yeah, I mean, she's my daughter's the one who sucked me back in because she actually doesn't pay attention to things like dirt sheets and things like that that I take care of, which ruined it for me, okay? I can actually watch it through her innocent eyes, and it makes me feel yeah. so much better about the future yeah. of the world. Totally agree. 
But it's it's okay for people to post about The Bachelor every night. That's totally cool. I'm talking oh, yeah, to you. Yeah, that's, that's, I am t- I am adding you, Adam Robinson. I am adding you. Yes. Yeah, that's not fake. Yeah. That is. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend does it all the time. She'll talk about how things are fake, but I'm like, aren't you watching like Chicago Hope or whatever the hell this thing is, or New Amsterdam or whatever? Like, aren't you watching this? Is that not fake to you? Like. Or the thing about the three girls that rob the bank and then, you know, start selling drugs or some ridiculous thing. Like, I don't know how these things go, but somehow that's okay with you. But this stuff is just, you have to point out that this is fake. Like, I just... I was home, I was home last night, right? And rare Monday night off. And so I'm like, I'm sitting down, pouring a beer. I'm watching Monday Night Raw and, uh, in real time. And so I'm watching it and I'm watching the open. And my daughter goes, it's so funny to listen to you because you're, like, trying to predict what they're going to say. And my wife goes, I think it's hilarious that you sit there and try to figure out what's going to happen next. I'm like, don't you watch TV shows and movies? Isn't that the same thing? Do that all the time. You watch those things? Hello? That's right. I do it all the time. Every time. So, anyways, going back to this WrestleCon thing that got us off on this tangent because this is what happens. When this was first announced, it was like December, January. Mean Gene Okerlund, King Kong Bundy, all these people. Like, I'm looking. Uh, uh, let me let me bring up the Twitter list here. Let me or bring up the Instagram list here on the poster. Hold on just a second. Oh, man. Because what they've done is they've remade all those classic old wrestling. Um, what they've done is they've remade all those classic old wrestling photos, like the, like the Royal Rumble the year that Flair won it when they're all out on the street. You know what I mean? It's all drawn up. That's the pay-per-view poster. Now, at so their they, age, are they going to belly bump? What is it they're going to do? I don't. <laughs> That's a great question. So they've got this thing with 80s wrestling con, okay? So there's, I got to find the sheet. Okay. So right now, here's, here's who was scheduled. You had the Young Stallions. You had Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Jake the Snake Roberts, the Genius, Bruce Pritchard, Wendy Richter, Coco Beware, the Hammer Greg Valentine, Cowboy Bob Orton, and Mean Gene Okerlund, and King Kong Bundy, okay? Wow. So two of them are dead, like, and this thing happens in threes. Who's next on the list? Now, yeah, two of them are dead now. Right. So who are we looking at? We're looking at, I'm thinking Greg the Hammer Valentine doesn't make it to WrestleCon. I know Jake the Snake has cleaned his life up, but man, he had a lot of hard living. Well, he really did. He mm. really did. Tough call. I'm going Jake the Snake. Okay. I'll give you plus two and a half on that. Plus two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you know what? You know who my dark. You know who I think. If, if this was a win play show, that dark, dark horse, Cowboy yeah. oh, Bob Orton. Like yes. All right. Even yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. I say so. Um, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Jake. So Jake the Snake Roberts, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and Cowboy Bob Orton. Okay. All right. I just tell you what. Give me five dollars across the board on the hammer. You just want to box it. You want to do a yeah, box try on that. Straight. Okay. I'm getting it, for all it, of any three orders, we'll just have that happen, right? I like okay. it. Yeah. All right, good. Yep. All right, so cool news. We have discovered that we are horrible people, and also um, the George's Pizza parking lot is officially officially the car graveyard as a tow truck had to come and change somebody's tire because it was flat. Now she's got the donut on. Yesterday, somebody basically lost their front end and was over there too. I don't know what's going on on Center Street here, but people need to be careful. Well, the right-hand lane coming up Center Street is Pothole City. Mm-hmm. You, you, could be, you could be killed yeah. in a pothole. Oh, yeah. No you question. Could. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Breaking news. I feel like we just interrupted our programming for a real life update yeah (laughs) it's true (laughs) Uh, 
We really did. We really did. Or you could you you could uh, splash from underneath, and your car would stall out. You know, it, right. anything that you need. Like that. Any of these We've things. Got it. So, what are you doing this week? Hockey? What's what's your thing? What's going on? Yeah, hockey. Yeah, we're riding hockey till it's over now. Thank God. So you're gonna be you're you're on the express to the Colisee? Uh No, Colby. Yeah, Colby, Orono? Colby's done. Colby's done. Oh, they are? Uh, they got bounced in their quarterfinals. They they decided they did not show up for uh, that at all. They gave up four goals in, like, the first 13 minutes. They lost by nothing. They, they, that wasn't really – I mean, I was surprised at the way they lost, but I wasn't necessarily surprised. That, I could have seen them going a little deeper, but yeah, they're still pretty young. I mean, they, they, they kind of went all in last year. They're going to be really good here for the next couple of years. I don't have any doubt about that, but – um, they just never quite got going this year. It was weird. Uh, Arno is going to be, let's see, Maine's going to be, no matter what they do this weekend against BU, they're going to um, they're going to be on the road. I think they're locked in the sixth or seventh place in hockey East, so they're going on the road. Um, we got we have one high school hockey team left in our coverage area, the Mighty Kennebec River Hawks. Um, they're going to play Old Town Orono tomorrow night at Alphonse Arena, regional final. That's a one versus a two seed, so I like that. I think. <laughs> big fan. Yeah, big fan. Um, <laughs> I think Old Town Orono's probably going to win that game, but I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. They keep writing Waterville wind blow off, and they find a way to win. So, what do I know? Um, you know, I'm tired of like. Um, I'm tired of these new wave of hockey writers telling us that the toughness in the game is overrated and overvalued. And, you know, it just that, that kind of bugged me this weekend. Um, I used to be that guy that thought fighting was just be taken out of the game, and I'll never forget covering an AHL game. I think it was, it was back when I was covering Providence, and they, I think they actually played the Portland Pirates. You guys remember them. Um, I, I believed yeah. ARG. They, yes, uh, I do, yeah. They had a, they had a couple of good teams at the same time. This was back when Mike Sullivan was coaching Province Bruins. They had good teams, both of them, and they had one of those weird like Sunday afternoon games that was like six to five and fight filled. And I just remember going into that Providence room afterwards, and they had the music just blasting. And they had guys. Remember Steve Parsons and Bram? They had bloody faces. Lee Gorin was all bloodied up, and they just were reveling in the fact that we just totally out those guys and pulled together and won a game. And that's when it hit me that whether you think it's barbaric, whether you think it has no place in the modern game, whether you think it's all just, you know, over-puffed machismo, it doesn't really matter because they all buy in, and that's all that really matters in those dressing rooms. Is If they're all on the same page and they think it matters, it matters whether it offends your sensibilities or not. So. I'm not a huge fan of fighting in hockey by any means. I think there's a time and a place for it, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a, <laughs> there's yeah, a time and or and or a place for it. That's that makes sense. Makes sense. oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was never a fan of the stage. Like you send the two tough guys out of the first period, and they go, okay, no, yeah, now, and then they drop the puck and they fight. That, to me, that's ridiculous. But um, you know, I think we understand a lot more about concussions and brain damage and that kind of stuff that can come from it. Um, but I still think. It's. Uh, I think that kind of that that factor is still part of the game. You know, like you got to be willing to to do anything and everything for your teammates. That's what that culture or that sport is built on, and they still do it, and it works. So, who are we to complain about it? Travis Barrett, CentralMaine.com. 
You think uh, Bruins uh, Bru- uh, win play show for? Um, I think that's a new thing now. Instead of F Mary Kill, which is just not safe for the radio, because nowadays you no, can, totally now you can be sued yeah, for that. Yeah, win play yeah. show, I think, would be the way to go. Um, thank you, thank you, everyone, for changing the way things go now. So, anyways, win play show here. Uh, Stanley Cup winner as of right oh, now today, March fifth. Man, no, definitely not. I wouldn't even have him finishing in the money. But I would. I've got a more eighty on them, like. You know, I thought early in the year, like, you know, Don Sweeney's all in on these young kids, and haven't we seen enough of these young kids, and can't we tell the fellows who can't play, and you're still not a deep Stanley Cup squad, but obviously this stretch they're on is really good. I think the win over Tampa is a little overblown, because Tampa played overtime yeah, the night before, night before in New York, and it's one game, not seven, but I'm not going to lie to you. I think there's a, there's a, the Bruins kind of do what they did last year, like, they're all buying into each other, and I just said it a little bit, but I think they're just—they're all on the same page. They don't need one thing. that's nice right now is they don't need Bergeron to do it every night. They don't need Bergeron or Marchand to come up every night and do it. And well, I thought their trade deadline work wasn't—you know—like man. That, at first, my first reaction was like, that really doesn't make me think that they think they can go really, really deep. But then again, like in those in these few games since, you watch the way those guys fit into the lineup, and you're like, maybe those are exactly the pieces they were missing. Instead mm. of the the flavor of the week call up from Providence being on your third line, now you got Charlie Coyle. And instead of, well, let's see if Peter Solari can do it with Chris. You've got a guy in Johansson who is a proven NHL player. Now he's not a thirty goal a year guy, but he's a proven every night going to be in the league and has some speed and talent. Like, maybe that is exactly what they needed. So, I, I felt, and I, and I just saw, um, you know, Bruce Cassidy said that he's going to split Rask and Halak 10 and 7 here over the last 17 games. And if Rask plays 10 games, that puts him at 45 for the season, which is the lowest he's played in, I don't know if it's his whole career, or cer- it's certainly the lowest he's played in a number of years. And I'm like, well, that's just what they wanted. And Tuka's playing really well, and he doesn't look worn out. So, I don't know. I feel like, you know, again, but I think, I think the trick is, and I'm I'm in the minority. I, I like the playoff format with the division. Um, I kind of wish they just scrapped the wild cards and let's just play the top four in each division because you know what you're in for every year. But um, I just think, I think whichever team, Toronto, Tampa, or Boston, can come out of the Atlantic is probably going to play in the Cup final. So I, I'd be willing to go that far. But I just don't know if the – I mean, those three teams could – Tampa's so good. They're so good. I, I love John Cooper. Um, I think they're just – you know, they were, they've been really good, and now they're probably a little bit in control, like just trying to get to the playoffs, but their roster's stacked. I don't know who they have pictures of in the NHL offices to somehow circumvent every salary cap, you know, thing there is because their lineup is loaded and – they spent the last couple of years just making acquisition after acquisition, but um, and you know the Bruins have owned Toronto recently in the playoffs, and so you wonder like, okay, does your luck run out at some point? Because that's a pretty good coach and a pretty good team over there too. Just throw some plastic stakes at the star, you know. Just throw some when when he comes to Boston, the Boston fans should just throw some plastic snakes at him, you know. I think oh, that. Oh, I like that, yeah. yeah. I really Look, I really, really like that that game was at the Coliseum, number one, because if that yeah. game had been anywhere other than the Coliseum, that would have been just 
that would have been sad. Okay. It been but really it, sad, but yeah. at the Coliseum, honestly, I just found it hilarious. People were so up in arms about it and upset. Like, you know what? Fans are the ones who pay to these games. Like, it's not like they went out onto the court and tried to attack him. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't getting hurt. He should have known it was coming. He could have laughed it off and he could have just rolled on and been like, look, you know what? I totally get it. I totally, mm -hmm. totally get it. But instead, like these guys, like him and Kyrie and these guys, they take it so damn seriously. Like, why? Why don't yeah. you take winning seriously? Why don't you take playing defense seriously? Can you do that? Yeah, I, if you can I, do that, I won't give a rat's ass what you do. Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, I think that's a virus. Thing. I, I thought I thought it was hilarious how tone deaf the Islanders themselves were as an organization to play the tribute video, knowing what they're going to do. But I think we become soft, right? Like we got to play a tribute video because if we don't, they're going to point out that we didn't play a tribute video when he came back. It's like, oh my god, enough. Um, but I thought the fans were great, and, and good for the Islanders fans, man, and good for them because, you know, they've just been horrendous, right, for how long? And so long. Mike Bossy retired, probably. Right. <laughs> yeah, really. And now, and now they're just, I mean, they're enjoying every minute of it. They should. They should. Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz, baby. Love that guy. I, don't th I wonder if they would have been as good if Tavares had resigned. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if he would have fit in that system. Maybe he maybe he got while the gun was good. You know what I mean? Trotz, uh, you know, needs a different type of player. I don't know if Tavares could be a Barry Trotz type of player. Well, I'd say this, though. Trotz got Ovechkin to buy in, right? And Ovechkin... Uh, I mean, I don't think yeah, I but uh, but here's the thing. It's it's much easier. Don't you think it's much easier to buy in when you really do have the attitude that makes you want to buy in? I do occasionally question the Tavares attitude of being the leader and gritty. Like Ovechkin, Marshan, guys like that. I mean, to me, even though a lot of times they do stupid things, uh, they're they're guys that their teammates respect. They're all in. They're all in, and and they're about winning. And then at the end of the day, they'll they'll do what they need to do. I never really I never really felt that from Tavares. I just felt like he was. Yeah. I felt like I he was kind. That. I I felt like he was just <clears throat> notated. You know what I mean? Like I I sometimes worry about the number one overall pick because I feel like the yeah. number one overall pick is always just a little bit more entitled, right? I mean. Yeah. I want the but guy that maybe got fifth and feels that. pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or that that yeah. I, counterpoint though in Tavares' defense is they were wretched around him. They were wretchedly run. The team was wretched. Goaltending was putrid. And they basically said, "Okay, carry us." And you know, if we look at some of his contemporaries, right? Like. You know, when Pittsburgh got Crosby, they didn't just say, okay, Crosby, do it all yourself. They went out and got pieces, right, surrounded him. And the same thing with Ovechkin. It took a little longer, but they finally figured out, like, oh, one guy can't do it all here. It's not like a, you know, it's not LeBron. It's not a LeBron James situation in the NBA. Where you just need one great player. You need one generational talent, and you're going to win. Um, so maybe it's a little bit unfair to, to, to say Tavares didn't want to lead. Um, he left, so that's the thing with strike against him but he also boy he had nothing to work with holy crap he had nothing they did have some fish stick throwback nights though so that was cool you know that was, <laughs> was good I need to get out there to see one more game at the Coliseum for the only reason that that's where Wrestle, the part of Wrestlemania 2 was there and they have this big plaque in the hallway that notates that Wrestlemania 2 was there 
classic. That's, that's good too. Yeah, it's, and it's like and it's like in this abandoned part of the hallway where like there was nothing but like you know a couple of uh, empty carts and an old cashier well, thing that was broken. But there's the plaque. You know what I mean? Like. It's, it's, Olympic Stadium up in Montreal used to be like that too. There'd be levels and, and sections that were just shut down because nobody was in it, and it was like it was like stepping into the time warp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here's the yeah. here's this promotional item of Andre Dawson jumping up to snag a ball from the wall over over by an old broken ice cream machine. You know what I mean? It's really it's <laughs> bizarre stuff. <laughs> Travis Barrett from Centromain.com. You can find him on Twitter. Look for T Barrett G W C two R's two T's. Thank you, my friend. Hey, as always, it's good to have you back. I mean, I like Aaron and all, but he doesn't get me. I. <laughs> uh, we, we were just yeah, discussing that today. We love Aaron. We lo- he's love. He's just him. yeah. His, his. He's just the. He's he's learning. He's learning the way. He's learning the way. It's just you know, I feel like I need the weekly therapy session. I wasn't getting that from him. All right. Well, good. You, invo- Just make sure you're. Uh, I'll uh, I'll send you an invoice. Do you want me to just wait until the end of the month? Because I'm definitely going to be needing money at that point. So. Yeah, you can month but i i should hope that you're gonna take knock them off of that bill for the last month where you were a no-show for four months. well and I, i'm gonna feel kind of like you know i gotta make up for the 10 weeks that i was without now again i did offer you bread that you turned down okay so uh, I, that's that's i'm still counting that and i mean so that's that's fine so <laughs> all right my friend thank you very much and uh Have yeah day, if, you, if you run into dave dyer just remind him that i'm we're gonna need to hear about this so that's <laughs> all right see you later man travis barrett centromade.com We'll have more around the bend. It's a B-List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care, where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com slash ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com slash ortho. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave moisture control units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call WAVE today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. WAVE Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable home. Remember all those snow days this winter when your kids said, we're so bored. Get ready for a whole summer of that. Until you remember. Until you remember. Registration is now open for University of Southern Maine's summer camps. 
They've got basketball. They've got soccer. They've got ice hockey. And they have a ton more. I haven't even scratched the surface on this. Find the registration links now. Go to usm.main.edu. That's usm.main.edu. And search summer camps. University of Southern Maine summer camps where kids should spend the summer. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. All aboard MBR.org. The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations. Or visit their all-new and very popular team pages. MBR.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in Maine. Coming in February, all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24-7. It's high school sports heaven. All aboard MBR.org. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. To Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. If you are a coach, a booster, a PTA leader, Maine Athletic Fundraising is the choice to help you make money. Maine Athletic Fundraising works with both high school and youth programs of all ages to make you the most amount of money in the least amount of time. No risk, no minimums. Mark Smith and his staff will walk you through every step of their plan to help you meet your financial goals. Call them today, 207-468-1759, or check them out online, Maine Athletic Fundraising. Delivering on the promise. When it comes to insurance, choose the best. The Shampoo Insurance Group, licensed by more than 30 companies, including Ohio Mutual Insurance Group, Shampoo will customize a quality, affordable policy for your home and auto. Visit Shampoo Insurance in Lewiston, Pinkham Agency in Farmingdale, Rogers Agency in Lisbon Falls, and People's Agency in Monmouth. Delivering on the promise. At Shampoo Pinkham Rogers Insurance Agency. 